Are you ready to say yes to your wealthiest and most abundant life, overflowing bank accounts, and a deep sense of inner fulfillment? If you are, then you are definitely in the right place. Welcome to the Girl Unfiltered Podcast. Hello loves and welcome to the Girl Unfiltered podcast. Today we're going to be talking about manifestation and abundance and high vibrational living, but from a completely different space than we probably normally talk about it. And that's because I'm joined by a really interesting guest whom I was a total hell yes to having come on the podcast because I love the approach that she has to high vibrational living and the way in which she's passionate about helping us all embrace that through food. So today I'm joined by Chef Whitney Aronoff and she is the creator of Star Seed Kitchen. I mean, come on, don't you just love that name, Star Seed Kitchen? She is a health supportive personal chef in Laguna Beach. She attended the Natural Gourmet Institute and she's worked at farm to table restaurants, both in New York City and Newport Beach. So she really knows what she's talking about. But what she's really passionate about is incorporating wellness and the vibration of food into helping others really live their best lives. Whitney believes, and I believe alongside her, that eating is a transfer of energy. And so it's an exchange between our energetic being and the food that we eat. And she's a really big advocate for setting intentions that put the power of healing in our own hands through what she identifies as the four pillars, food, spiritual, emotional, and ethereal. Because at the end of the day, you know what your body needs. And when you're tuned into that, you can't help but be living from a high vibrational space, which we know supports us in tapping into really powerful energies that support us in aligning with our vision and the things that we desire to call into our lives. So we dive into this in a really fun, powerful way in the podcast today. I'm really excited for you to dive into this, and I hope that you take some nuggets of wisdom from this conversation that will support you in feeling even more high vibrational on a daily basis. to have a very special guest, Whitney Aronoff, on the podcast today. And total behind the scenes, um, just honesty, is that I receive multiple emails for people to come onto the Girl Unfiltered podcast. And very, like, I hardly ever say, like, yes, or this feels aligned. But when I received the email about you coming on the Girl Unfiltered podcast, it was a full body yes because I find this topic that we're going to talk about fascinating. And I think it massively ties into manifestation, abundance, even your money mindset, which is obviously a hot topic for this podcast. And yet we haven't talked about it when it comes to this space. So welcome Whitney to the podcast. I'm so excited for you to talk about your passion when it comes to high vibrational food. (laughs) 
Thank you so much. I truly believe that you can't have a spiritual practice and better support your manifestations and abundance and everything else that you want in your spiritual life without creating that foundation within by fueling yourselves with real whole foods that are naturally going to just open up your third eye and your ability to tap into what you really want. Mm, Totally agree. And yet I also think that for us busy entrepreneurs or business owners or mamas or whatever it might be, you know, that you're focused on, it's very easy to neglect our own diets and what we're fueling our bodies with. It kind of can easily become a second thought. So before we dive into how you might support somebody with that, I would just love to learn like, why are you so passionate about this? What is it that really lights you up? Have you always been passionate about food? Has this always been something you've been very in tune with? Or is this something that you discovered on your own journey, maybe out of necessity? So it's a little bit of both. I've always been into food, always been into healthy food, always loved eating out at restaurants. But I definitely found when I was in high school, college, and in my 20s, I was always having a lot of gut pain and I was never able to predict when it was going to happen. So I wasn't understanding was it something that I ate? You know, what is causing me to have all these digestive issues? And I ultimately went to culinary school so I can learn to heal myself with food. I wanted to learn how to better prepare food so I could get home from work at five o'clock and put a good meal on the table in 30 minutes for myself. But then I also wanted to learn the foods that are going to like really deeply nourish me and make me healthier, make me feel good, learn the proper ways to prepare them. And through this whole just life journey of getting to the root cause of my digestive issues, that's when I learned that multiple things were going on. One, you know, It was processed food that I was eating that maybe I didn't realize was processed food. Two, it was my emotions. So it was constantly just having different feelings and just pushing them down. And then three, a lot of them had to do with more spiritual concepts that I had to learn and lean into in order to resolve and get that stuff cleared. So it wasn't just one thing. Um, It was all those things. So that led me to better understand how food supports the physical body, the emotional body, the spiritual body, the mental body, and that health isn't separate from one thing or another. It's all connected. And we have to nourish all those different layers of us in order to feel good and live out the life that brings us joy every day. Mm, Totally. And when you were on that journey, did you find that when you started switching your diet or consuming different types of food, would that trigger new emotions within you or was stuff coming up for you because of that and and shifting on an internal level? You absolutely nailed it. So the more I cleaned up my diet, the more mental clarity I had, and the more I could feel and see naturally the things that I needed to let go of, the emotions that I needed to clear up, what I needed to release, the past life or spiritual concepts I needed to explore more. It all became easier and more clear because my mind cleared up and my intuition opened up because. I wasn't as clogged with processed ingredients. Yeah. I get what you mean on a level when it comes to like, oh, I wasn't clogged with processed ingredients and what that could be doing for the body. But I'd love because I'm I'm super passionate about somebody taking this away with them after listening to this. 
What does that mean on an emotional level, like the vibrational level? So I think we have all had experiences where we've eaten dinner or we've eaten a lunch and we've just wanted to go straight to sleep and take a nap or we felt sluggish afterwards, right? We've all had meals where we felt like that. And Mm. if that's making us physically feel like that, it's making us also mentally feel like that. So I think we've all had meals that maybe we lean into because it makes it easier for us to check out yes. and not participate with life, right? Yes. And yeah. so when you start to recognize, okay, so am I eating that food because I want to check out because I want to procrastinate and not get my work done because actually I really don't want to go out tonight with my friends because, um, I don't want to feel my emotions. You know, I don't want to have to move through this uncomfortable feeling that's coming up because I have to make a choice that it's going to be hard to make. And uh, maybe I'm eating processed food or certain types of extra fatty food or fast food or sugar, because I want to numb away from that feeling. And as you edit your diet to just eating real whole foods and not anything complicated, but you know, you're just leaning more towards vegetables. You're making sure your proteins are grass fed, grass finished. You know, your starches are more real whole food starches. You're having rice, you're having quinoa, you're having potatoes, sweet potatoes, butternut squash. You're just eating more real foods that are in season you're going to start to feel a lot more. You're going to get a lot more mental clarity. Your third eye is going to naturally start to open up and you can't run away from the things in life you have to face Mm -hmm. and you get to move through it. And it's going to take you to the other side. You're going to better understand what you do want to manifest in life because you'll be able to better tap into who you are. I resonate with that so much. You'll be able to hear those voices, right? Yeah. Versus before you were eating certain foods. So you wouldn't hear that voice. So you would numb the voice Yeah, because it was maybe, I think a lot of us go through a time in our life where we know the path that we should go down, Yeah, but like, it's not feeling right anymore. And so mm-hmm. we have to pivot, but like the concept of pivoting is going to be, it's exhausting thinking about it. So then you yeah. find all the ways to procrastinate and that doesn't really serve you. Yeah. It's so true. Like past versions of me feel so seen by what you've just said, because I can pinpoint times in my life where I have absolutely done that some more intensely than others. And I think at least now, like being totally transparent, there are times when I still do that when I'm exhausted or overwhelmed, but at least I know that I'm doing it. (laughs) At least I know that I'm kind of on a conscious level numbing out because I just want to eat that bowl of pasta or order that ramen from whatever takeout place it is. So somebody who's hearing this, who also feels very, very seen, like who maybe is on a subconscious level saying, "Ah, I don't even know if I want to continue listening to this podcast episode because this is going to like call me out on my BS or I don't want to change my diet or there's a comfort or a safety in them being able to numb out in that way. Where could somebody begin so that it can start feeling like safe baby steps for them? Yeah. And just so you know, I was in that position. And so you just start upgrading little ingredients in your life. Mm. So if you, if you love pesto pasta and it comforts you, but you notice you kind of like numb out afterwards, then just take, start making the pesto yourself. 
start buying organic pasta, start using some raw Parmesan, or just look at the quality of the ingredients and start upgrading them using more fresh versions. Maybe you picked up the basil at the farmer's market. Maybe you're serving your pesto pasta salad over arugula now. So Mm. you're still filling up but you've added more veggies in there. So you kind of aren't, you know, indulging as much as you maybe used to be. Maybe you're adding in some, you know, chopped broccolini or broccoli rob. So you're just adding little, little upgrades and that will help you naturally start to evolve internally and involve your diet. So you know, I never want people to think that they have to abandon the things that they love, but I invite you to look at the ingredients that you're using to prepare those favorite foods and see where you can upgrade each ingredient according to what you have access to, your budget, you know, what's available in your area, what you're willing to work with versus make from scratch. Start to reevaluate your ingredients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. When I go back to the beginning of my journey, right back at the very start of my business, a lot of it was actually around body image because I had been on such a roller coaster um, with my own body and how I treated food. And I was actually a binge eater when I was a teenager because I used it to massively numb out and there was Mm -hmm. an eating disorder attached to and all kinds of things we don't need to go into. But this shift for me was huge. When I started to see food as fuel and nourishment And like energy and thinking of it as, oh my God, if I eat this avocado, this is what it's doing for my body versus it was from a very lack mindset before of like, how many calories are in this? How can I deplete my body so that I lose weight? What's the least calorific thing that I can put in my body? It was not coming from a place of nourishing. And that transformed not only how I felt about my body, but also my weight, because I was not treating it like this diet. I was treating it from a place of abundance and nourishment. So I would love, love, love from your expertise for you to dive into what it means when you talk about vibrational food and making that switch and how this is not about weight loss in any way. It's probably the opposite. Yeah, it's about consuming life force energy. So we're eating for energy. We're eating for our life force, right? We want to look and feel vibrant and beautiful at all stages of our life. So then we have to think about, okay, what am I going to put in me that's going to give me that output, right? So you think about the oil that you put in your car and depending on the type of car you get, it determines the quality of oil that you should always put in it to get the best out of it. So we have to look at the quality that we're putting in us to get the best out of our life experience. Mm -hmm. So we look at food. And I find as you do the spiritual work, so you start taking care of yourself with, you know, more self-care, more salt baths, you know, more clean beauty products, um, just more focused time on feeling good or looking good on the outside. You're going to do the same naturally on the inside. It's going to be easier for you to choose fresh ingredients, more vegetables, higher quality starches and animal proteins and healthier fats that you are going to be able to go to the grocery store, to a farmer's market, and you'll, you'll be able to trust your intuition of what you're attracted to. When you look at the food, it's going to tell you exactly what you're going to get out of it. So if we look at food and we think about how did this food grow? So you can take food that's growing underneath and into the earth, the carrots, the beets, the rutabagas, 
anything that's growing down, that's going to be grounding food. So it's going to naturally bring our soul, our being back into our body and make us feel really grounded. So that gives us the opportunity to have that homey grounding food by roasting a bunch of those vegetables or putting them in soups and stews. Mm. And it's health supportive. It's going to give us that same grounding feeling without numbing us out, right? Like more processed food. And then we think about, you know, especially in the summer, we like to feel light and bright. You know, we don't want that extra weight on us. We want to be able to be outside and move in the heat with ease and grace. So then you look at the fruits that are available during that season. So like watermelon and cantaloupe, and that's sitting above the earth and it's filled with lots of liquid and water. And then you think about other fruit that's available. So all the stone fruit that's growing up into the trees towards the sun. Um, You think about the string peas and everything on vines, again, growing towards the sun. So it's naturally going to be lighter because it's up in the air. So you can think about how food grows to better understand what you're going to get out of it. So you can choose the foods that you need for how you want to feel. So let's say you're really dehydrated. So you'll naturally start thinking about food that has a lot of moisture content. Um, So watermelon, cucumbers, and all these foods that we're mentioning, they're real whole foods. You know, that's high vibration foods. It's not a diet. It's not vegan. It's not plant-based. It's not restrictive. It's not raw. It's real food and understanding the energy that you're going to get from it. Mm. I'm curious because we're speaking of a lot of business owners or entrepreneurs who go through different seasons, even within their business with some of your clients and the people that you cook for, do you base what they're eating off of where they're at in their business? I'm, I'm just, I've never played around with this idea. I'm just thinking, let's say you're going through a launch. Okay. What kind of energy do you need in a launch? Maybe you're very visible. Your energy has to be very out there. Maybe do we need to ground more because we're in a launch? I'm just curious how we could play around with that concept in our businesses. That's so interesting. I love what you're bringing up. And I do find when my clients, all my clients are business owners or at the highest level within the companies that they work for. Mm -hmm. I find mostly with the entrepreneurs, when they're going through a time where there's a lot going on with their business, stressing them out, I have to give them a lot more grounding food that's going to make them calm their nervous system. And that's what I wanted to get at as well, even in this conversation is understanding how we can regulate our nervous system, not just through like the work that I do on a subconscious level and the tools that I give my clients, but through the food that we eat. And I would love to know for my clients' sakes, like what can they be consuming for their nervous systems? So that is where protein, animal protein and root vegetables come into play that helps ground you immediately. So bone broths or making any soup where bone broth is the base. I discovered bone broth when I was pregnant and I was consuming a lot of it. (laughs) It makes you feel so good and nourished and hugged. And when it comes to bone broth, not all of us have time to make it at home. So I do suggest if you're going to purchase it, you want to go to the frozen section of the grocery store. That's where you're going to get the most nutrient dense bone broth. Mm. The bone broth that you see that's on a shelf, that shelf stable, 
um, has been pasteurized. So it's, it's void of life force energy. So you really want to lean towards the ones that are frozen because that's the fresh stuff. And that's going to give you the nutrient density that you're looking for. Okay. That's really good to know. I definitely have some of those in my pantry. So I'm going to have to go back to the frozen aisle. (laughs) Yeah. Keep them for emergency situations, you know, but you want the stuff in the frozen section and then proteins are a great way to immediately get grounded and get energy. So, you know, making sure you have some hard boiled eggs, you have some healthy nuts. And then when you're purchasing protein, you're thinking about the cuts that you're going to go for. So let's say you're doing a whole roast chicken and you want extra energy because you're upping your workouts or you're having longer days at the office, or, you know, you're going to be traveling and you just need to make sure that you have additional fuel in your body. You want to lean towards the dark meat. So that's when I cook a lot of chicken thighs for my clients instead of a lot of chicken breasts. My favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Because you think about the animal and just imagine the chicken running around a beautiful field. What part of the chicken's working the hardest? Usually it's legs and it's thighs because it's holding up the whole body and it's running around versus the breast on the chicken. The breast on the chicken isn't really moving that much. It's kind of sitting there just like our own breasts are just kind of sitting there. It's not what's, you know, helping us stand up and sit down all day long. So you eat the part of the animal that worked the hardest and moved the most because the, the energy that was created by the animal on that part of the body is going to get transferred to you. So you're getting the energy that it created in those thighs. So you have the energy to go out and do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Amazing. I love the new way of thinking about that. What are some of the ways or some of the the foods that you just wish maybe you could wave a magic wand and every busy woman had in her kitchen or in her diet on a daily basis? Like if you could just go, just implement these things, what might those things be? Absolutely. Sit down at dinner and have a healthy protein, a simple vegetable and a healthy starch. Mm -hmm. So that protein can be anything, whether it is a plain grilled burger or if it's a piece of chicken or some shrimp or a piece of baked fish, whatever you want for the vegetable, you can keep it simple, just blanch or steam some broccoli, some broccolini, roast some asparagus, whatever speaks to you is in season, go with your vegetable and then starch, like eat a healthy starch. It balances the plate. So sweet potatoes, potatoes, butternut squash, kabocha squash, rice, Mm -hmm. quinoa, barley, any of those create balance on your plate and then finish off your plate. So it feels special. And that's by adding some cilantro or parsley or fresh herb or a little sauerkraut or kimchi, you know, something to finish it off. It will make it more interesting to your eyes. So you start the digestive process. Um, It's going to make it taste better. And then don't be scared of fat. So don't be scared to drizzle a little olive oil over Mm -hmm. all of that, or add a little scoop of ghee or butter, you know, just a little bit fat helps you digest your food. It helps you feel more nourished and satiated. So you then aren't craving a pint of ice cream afterwards. Um, Learning how to make a simple balanced plate will fuel you through life and it doesn't have to be complicated. Now, remember, if you're trying to make your food look like what you experience when you eat out, when you're eating at a restaurant, they have a team of cooks that are preparing all those ingredients, all those sauces, a lot of that food in advance. A lot of things that you eat at a restaurant is a day or two or three old. It's not being freshly prepared just for you. 
So Mm -hmm. don't expect that your meals are going to look like that every time you sit down and eat. Keep it simple. Is there a great way that you feel everyone should start their day when it comes to fueling and filling their body with a high vibration? I think everyone needs to figure out like three to five meals that they like to have for breakfast. Mm. And, you know, I like knowing ahead of time for the week, I plan it on Saturday and Sunday, what I'm going to have for my week ahead. So making sure that I picked up eggs at the farmer's market or my fresh fruit, or if I, if I'm craving a smoothie, making sure I have those items on hand, hard boiling the eggs, maybe having a little piece of raw cheese, some sweet potatoes prepped. I I prep the items. I I plan ahead of time, make sure I have those five meals set up and then pivot as my cravings pivot, but always making sure that it's real whole foods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how can we start leaning in once you've started this process to really listening maybe on a daily basis or even a weekly basis of like, what is my body needing? Yes. Because I think that's a big part of what you're speaking about. It's understanding and tuning in to the vibrational that energy that it's craving. So I'm a big fan of the balance test. So I will, and I did this just yesterday morning, I walked into the kitchen and I was like, oh, I can't figure out, do I want this? Do I want my berry smoothie for breakfast or do I want just a grapefruit. Like I can't figure out what, like, do I want the smoothie? Do I just want a simple piece of fruit? I can't, couldn't figure out what I wanted. I was too in my head. So I just took a moment. I just kind of shook my body out. I stood up straight, you know, made sure I was nice and balanced. I closed my eyes and I asked myself a yes or no question. And I just asked, do I want the smoothie for breakfast? And my body will lean back if it's a no and it will lean forward if it's a yes. You ask yourself wow. a yes or no question. And if you want, you can even hold the item you're asking about on your chest. So I could take that orange or grapefruit and put it against my chest and ask, do I want this orange? And you'll naturally fall back if it's no, forward if it's a yes. So I love doing this test when I can't figure out what I want because I'm using too many other people's comments are in there telling me no smoothies are bad for you. You know, no smoothies are good for you. You know, it's, it's the noise it builds up. So then I get out of my own way and let my body decide what it wants. That is such a great way of doing that. I'm literally thinking about how I'm going to do that with my lunch. (laughs) I do this at the grocery store too. So if I can't decide like what olive oil to buy, or if I'm looking at different salts, different Mm. spice brands, you know, um, trying to figure out a vegetable definitely with supplements. I do this with supplements all the time, you know, between one magnesium or one probiotic and the other, I just close my eyes and take a minute and do the balance test. You know, at this point, nobody really cares what anyone's doing. So I just do it anywhere, anytime. And it's the only way I can get out of my head and into my body to make the best the best choice. Mm, I love that. I love that. And on a day where maybe you are feeling a little low, we're not always high vibrational. Sometimes we're feeling sluggish or emotional or things aren't going our way. Is there a go-to meal that you have that you know is going to fill you up with high vibration? Yeah, I would say I have a few. Like I definitely love to do a rice bowl. 
So I love to do some short grain brown rice. Maybe I cook up two eggs and then whatever veggies I have, I just kind of put around the plate, drizzle of olive oil, some sprinkle, some salt and some dulse. Maybe I add a little kimchi or sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super balanced because I'm getting a starch, a protein, you know, maybe I add a little shredded cheese on it, healthy mm-hmm. fat. Um, I love it. It's super nourishing. It brings me back down. The other thing that I love is a good salad with just olive oil and vinegar or olive oil and lemon juice, some protein. Um, I found in my early twenties when I was hungover, if I went out and had some drinks that the best thing that helped my body find balance again was actually having a good hearty salad, like getting Mm. all nutrients in all that water. Um, I find whenever I'm off getting a really good salad, even if it means I have to go out and someone is going to make it for me, allowing myself to splurge on a really good salad. um, It feels so good. You're making me so hungry right now for a really good salad. I think that's going to happen to my lunch. Like sometimes you just need to spend the extra money for someone else to do it for you. And it really satisfies you to get that, to get that piece of salmon on top and all the goodies. It feels so good. Um, And then it's like, you've made that little extra indulgence on you, right? And you've, you're feeling that little luxury, that little upgrade. And we know how much that helps with abundance mindset and manifestation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, then taking a moment to like just showing gratitude towards your meal and enjoying every bite. And, you know, those times are great to get clarity too on Mm -hmm. just where you are with your life and your goals and what you want to step into next. Yeah. I love that, that we can actually use the food that we're nourishing ourselves with to create more abundance in our lives. I mean, as you were saying at the top of this conversation, it's something that we do three to five times a day. We put food in our in our bodies. And how can we really, if we think about it, expect to be manifesting at the highest vibrational level if what we're consuming physically isn't in alignment with that? Yeah. And we're going to have to do this forever. Like for as long as you're having this human experience, you're going to keep eating. So you also need to figure out how to create a positive relationship with your food and your food experience, because it's not going to go away. And then now that you've created that positive experience with food, that it's not something that you're overanalyzing or fighting with, you've freed up so much room in your head for everything else that you want to do and accomplish and create. Yeah, so true. Only because you mentioned it briefly. I'm just curious where alcohol can fit into this because I know, and like personally, and just when you do look at the research, like alcohol can definitely dull down our abundance vibes and our manifestation powers. It's something I've definitely noticed. How does your relationship with that sit? So I don't drink at all. I, you know, I haven't had any alcohol for, I would say a solid three or four years. I haven't really drank for probably over eight years. Very occasionally when I travel, if I'm traveling with people that really want to go to a winery and I know it's like an organic biodynamic winery, they, you know, they don't use any fillers. They don't spray their plants with pesticides. I'll probably have like a few sips or a half a glass, but I have no desire for it anymore. I love being clear. I love feeling good in my body. I love waking up every day with energy. There is no desire there for me at all. 
Yeah. I love that. That was a massive shift for me going like, pre-pregnancy and then being pregnant, just noticing that clarity, noticing, even though I was never like a heavy drinker, but to notice the shift in what it felt like to just have zero alcohol in my body whatsoever, it was massive actually. And it has really made me reconsider my relationship with it moving forward, even post-pregnancy. I think a lot of people, if we're being honest, can also use that as a number though. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because I don't even live in a world with people that drink anymore. Mm. My whole, all my relationships and friendships have shifted. And when I get together with friends and have dinner parties, you know, I have tons of organic biodynamic wine that's been sitting in my closet for years that people have gifted to me. So I always offer it to people that come over, but nobody wants it because <laughs> everybody wants to wake up feeling good the next day. They want to enjoy the meal that, that we're having together and the energy that we're building together. You know, a lot of my friends now, when we get together, we don't just talk about ourselves. We talk about like everything that we're creating mm. and like, how can we, you know, what else we want to do? Um, and it's like, we're building this energetic vibration and nobody wants to kill it with a little alcohol, you know? Yeah. They want to be able to get up the next day and, and go for it. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't come up at all in my life anymore. The only time I would say it would is if I'm traveling and there's some sort of experience yeah. behind having the alcohol, like we're going to a winery when it's an experience, it's a little different, but it's just not a part of my life anymore. And I know it sounds crazy, especially for anyone who's listening to this and, um, you know, certain phases in your life, but it really does naturally kind of disappear without you even realizing it. I don't think it sounds crazy at all. I think it completely resonates, especially with the work that you do. But I'm just curious if that was a very conscious decision at the time, or did that fall off as a result of you just being so in tune at that time, at that point with the food that you were eating and, and the vibrational frequency you were experiencing? So it started before I went to culinary school. When I was in my early 30s, I just realized um, whenever I drank alcohol, it made me crave sugar. And then it made me crave more food and I would eat too much. And then I would feel overly full. And then I wouldn't feel good for days. So I saw the cycle and the pattern that going out for a few drinks would create for the rest of my weekend. And I didn't want that anymore. So I just stopped ordering alcohol. I stopped drinking. I would still go out with my friends. I just wouldn't order anything. And I loved how I could get up the next day and work out, go to yoga, go to the farmer's market, like live my day. Yeah, There was so much more time and space for life the next day after a Friday night. And I never had extreme food cravings again. I was no longer craving a pint of ice cream or indulgences like that. My whole body started to balance out because that I wasn't consuming it anymore. And that's when it started to fall away. And then naturally, as I created a meditation practice and started to work on my third eye and take additional spirituality classes, I knew I couldn't have a glass of wine if I wanted yeah. to meditate before bed. I knew I couldn't, you know, drink if I wanted to be able to show up and write in my journal. 
Mm. I couldn't do those things that I really wanted to do because mm-hmm. I'd be cloudy or, you know, I'd be drinking something that would make me just not care. Yeah. I think there's probably a lot of people that are nodding their heads going, yeah, I feel very seen or I completely re- relate to that, but it's become such a societal norm that even though we know that we still continue to follow the pattern or numb it out. And just whoever's listening, if this is resonating with you, really tune into what your body is asking of you and, and maybe having an experiment where you see, okay, I'm going to use this as a manifestation experiment. Let me see what happens in my life by consuming these high vibrational foods and really tuning into the frequency I'm putting in my body and see what the knock-on effect is. Just play that experiment. Yeah. And you can still go out with your friends. You can still travel with your friends. So I just order a water with a lemon. I'll yeah. order a Pellegrino sparkling water with tons of lime juice. You know, all, you know, nowadays you can order a kombucha just about everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've even been known to order a cup of tea at a bar. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I don't care. And if my friends are my friends, they'll invite me anyway, because yeah. they're really, they want my company, you know? And granted, I was doing this, you know, eight years ago when it wasn't as trendy. And if if I can do it, I promise you, you can do it. Yeah, I love that. And there's even zero alcohol um, brands available that create things based out of plants and all kinds of things. So yes, just because this is normally a money mindset podcast, (laughs) I would just love to know because you've created a business from your passion Mm -hmm. and you're out there thriving. I would just love to know whether you have any money mindset tips for people based off of that and your experience in growing that. That's funny. As we're talking, I have a money tree right here. Yeah. So I find the better I fuel myself, the more clarity I get for what I really want in life. And then I can go out and get it. Or I can step into being more brave to ask for the help I need to get in that direction. Mm -hmm. So my food is really my fuel and my ability to get clear on how I need to keep leveling up my businesses. I've also been using food and my health supportive high vibration recipes to do dinner parties with like-minded people that can help me up-level my businesses. So I am using these delicious health supportive meals that people want to engage in. And I'm inviting them and creating small dinner parties with the people that I need to meet to take my businesses to the next level, or that can give me the, the insight or the financial guidance I need to up level. Um, and I use fuel to invite us into the conversation. Mm, I love that. I'm just thinking now out loud of like people I need to connect you with who are in California who run like retreats and, and different things like that, because they want chefs and they want people to fuel those masterminds. And like, that would be such a great little connection for you. So, well, and it's hard, you know, like when I think money mindset and like everything that I need to up level myself financially in my own finances and my own business, um, it's really easy to get intimidated to, to ask for guidance or advice. So I find if I create an opportunity where I'm giving to this person that I want to get information from, it becomes more of an energetic fair trade. They're providing me the information and I'm providing them my energy through food. Um, or, you know, we can all think about we're much more comfortable in sharing ideas um, and getting advice when it's done over a meal. 
Yeah. Than just a cold call. Mm-hmm. So true. And when you're in the beginning of your business, were the elements or maybe even blocks that you had to overcome to get to this place of total certainty that you have when it comes to that value and that exchange? Huge. So meditation really helped. Meditation and upgrading my diet helped me get the clarity I needed. I knew before going to culinary school, the businesses I wanted to create, but I didn't know how to get there. And I always thought that God, if I just had, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, I'd be able to hire the people or I'd Mm -hmm. have the money to start these businesses. And then I could go for it, but I didn't have that. And so I wrote out everything that I wanted to create. And I remember talking to my brother and just being like, see, I want to create this and I want to create that. And I want to create that, but you know, I have no money, so I just can't do it. And he's like, no, he's like, you just figure out what you can do with the money that you're making. It's not going to look perfect. It's not going to, the label's not going to be right on your spice blend to start. The jar might not be the ideal jar. You know, the, the marketing and graphics you do on Canva isn't going to be your dream, but at least you've started, you've put it out there and then you'll upgrade it and edit and upgrade and edit. And it doesn't have to be right the first time, just put something out there. And that was a huge mindset shift. Now that I put the energy in that way, everything can start moving that way. Mm, Yeah. Love that. So somebody who may be at the beginning, who is feeling some of the things that you just mentioned, even bringing it back to food, like what would be your piece of advice for them? You know what? If you nourish yourself at this moment, like really take care of yourself, make sure that you're carving out time to do something for you every day, the business will take off that project will take off. You'll meet the people to help get it to the next level as long as you don't neglect yourself because it's really easy to do. If I just work longer hours, you know, if I just cut corners here and there, you have to bring your A game every day. So thinking that you're going to save time by just going and getting fast food instead of making a meal at home for yourself isn't really going to feed you in the long run. The healthiest meal you can ever eat will always be the one that you made at home because you chose the ingredients, you chose the cooking method, you chose the pots and pans you're using, you chose your intention with the meal. So you can play, you know, a Kundalini mantra, a high vibration music, you know, you can turn on a certain playlist on Spotify that has an intention behind it to help support you with what your cooking, but it's also just helping your whole mindset. So maybe some new ideas are going to pop into your head. That's going to help you see beyond the limitations that you've currently created. Mm, Yeah. I actually have some of my best ideas while I'm cooking. No joke. (laughs) It's like, I, I find cooking really therapeutic. So I love, love that, that idea. And I'm either listening to a podcast or I'm making my breakfast, listening to Kundalini music. So it all adds up. (laughs) I I do too. And I find that when I put on the certain mantra music and I'm enjoying the time cooking, you're creating joy, right? Yeah. When you create joy, you know, so many manifestation coaches that you talk to, you have to put joy behind what you want to create. 
Mm. Uh, that helps send things further into motion. So if you're having fun while you're in the kitchen and creating joy, you know, then you can start thinking about your business while you're cooking and just putting, putting more joy behind it, putting more joy in yourself. So maybe after dinner, when you get back to doing work, because if you're an entrepreneur, you're probably working, you know, after dinner and you'll be in a more joyful position. Yeah. to finish their work for the evening. Yeah. Amazing. I've loved this conversation. It went by so quickly. Thank you so much for joining me, Whitney. I would love for you to share where can everyone connect with you and get to know you or follow your recipes and all of that good stuff in between. Thank you. Well, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube as Whitney Aronoff. And then you can get my health supportive recipes under my website, Starseed Kitchen. And that's also where I have my organic high vibration spice blends. But Mm. everything that I prepare for my clients and myself, all those recipes are on Starseed Kitchen and on my YouTube channel. So you can get all those details there. And then if you love conversations like this, where spirituality meets cooking, I talk about this all the time on my podcast, which is the High Vibration Living Podcast. Amazing. So we can actually go and purchase your spice blends so we can go and sprinkle it on our foods. Yeah. So I've been making my own custom spice blends since I was in high school. And then what I've done is I prepare them all to Kundalini matras. I charge wow. them with um, a special crystal called a quartz giza crystal, because I just wanted to find a way to help people make healthy, high quality, high vibration meals at home. So all my spices are organic and non-irradiated and infused with these extra additional steps. So it's a high vibration spice coming to your home that will naturally help uplift you when you're making making your lunches or dinners. Cause I can't, I can't be in every kitchen, but my spices can be. I love that. That's amazing. I'm going to go check them out. Thank you so much for joining us, Whitney. Thank you. If you loved today's episode, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button because women supporting women is my jam. And if you want extra daily doses of motivation, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at girl underscore unfiltered and go ahead and screenshot this episode. Send me a DM and share your biggest takeaway because I love hearing from you and I just really want to drop into your DMs basically. (laughs) So I'm sending you so much love and abundance and have an amazing day.